Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. And welcome on board on the Mark. No, I'm Mark no, Lawrence, no, no, your no, gracious no, no, host. No, no, no. You, you usurped host. my power yesterday calling it a peacekeeping mission. I'm not going to stand for it today. It was a peacekeeping mission. It was not. It didn't create peace. It made me upset. I was trying to give you a piece of my mind on how to do <laughs> it better. Is that what it is? <laughs> All right. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across me, natural-born conservative. He's somewhat of a listener, although he's here hearing is just about shot, but we were glad <laughs> he's what? here. What'd you say? What about a hearing aid? Did you ever think about something like that? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Seriously, <laughs> come on, don't joke with me. I can hear every word you say, Okay. unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All those liberal diatribical right. tripes that, that you offer up. All that bizarre matter that comes out of your mouth every day. It's just amazing to me. Hey, we got a trucker convoy starting up. Yeah, let's see. Penn Live reporting some Pennsylvania truckers are barring a page out of the recent trucker siege at the Canadian capital to launch a convoy protest designed to air a slew of what they say are grievances against the government overreach. Wednesday, a convoy of an undetermined number of truckers is set to leave Scranton to head for the nation's capital by way of Harrisburg, York, PA, Baltimore, and then to Washington. Uh, they say the first of their grievances will be aired there. Bob Bolas, of oh, course, we know the him. The Aryan of the grievances. It sounds like Festivus. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. All right. Yeah, they called out the National Guard in Washington, D.C. for traffic control, so you know it's serious. <laughs> Great. Um, Bob Bolas, you'll remember him as the Scranton Area Trucking Company and Towing Service business owner who was a strong President Trump supporter and had that big trunk where it, truck where he would park it to various locations, had a full-size Trump painting on the side. Anyway, he said, quote, we're going to let our voices be heard. He reeled off a litany of grievances that touch on subjects such as critical race theory, foreign oil imports, and pandemic restrictions. Quote, you are not taking any more of our rights away, unquote, Bolas said. You are giving rights to illegals. It's okay for them to do, but not us American citizens. So he wants the pipeline back in service. He wants fuel back in our country. Uh, He wants us to stop giving rights to foreign countries who put the screws to us. Uh, let's see. But yeah, good good stuff. So, uh, yeah. Will you be joining them? Grassroots. You don't have know. a truck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think this is primarily tractor-trailer trucks. Oh, well, you didn't say that. You said Although truck. I saw a garbage truck in line uh, in Harrisburg was getting going to participate. Well, if it's headed to Washington, I'd say it's highly appropriate. Right. Yeah, it's going to come back full. That's for sure. So, But anyway, so that is there. It's called a Freedom Convoy, and I'm sure it is supported and endorsed by some of the good <laughs> 
conservative folks around here. So I always like the uh, support this picture. I saw a meme of a um, uh, what do you call them? A honeypot, uh, one of those things that picks up uh, waste out of septic systems. Honey dippers. Honey dippers. Yeah, it said, "Stay back ten feet." Contains political promises. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, that's the vortex. Contains brain matter that was sucked out in Washington and in Harrisburg because they didn't need it, so they have it removed. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our toll free line. We do have open phones. We can talk about the trucker convoy, the freedom convoy, if you wish. Uh, their goal is to make sure that they're firmly in place uh, to do whatever demonstrating they're going to do in time for the State of the Union, which is next Tuesday. I the believe. first or third, I think, whatever it is. Yeah, I think it's Tuesday, next Tuesday. So, uh, yeah, so that's happening. We, of I course, think the, one of the most interesting things, and we, we still yesterday we're on Putin and the um, Russian invasion, but you know, isn't it interesting that the president has now called this an invasion? Yet he said if they invaded, there would be draconian measures taken. But so far, they've only done a few small things. So if it is an invasion, why isn't he following through on his promise to do all these horrible things to Russia? Or is it more likely that the day he said, well, a minor incursion would be a little different, isn't it possible that he already had this in mind? That, you know, Vlad said, hey, listen, we're going to go into those two provinces. You're going to hit us with a few minor things, right? Okay. Well, yeah, and I was listening to Tucker Carlson from my uh, uh, weekly five-minute dose of Fox Tucker <laughs> Carlson. five minutes more but than he said, I do. He said, well, he said something interesting, though, and that's that President Putin is ready and Russia's ready, that the oligarchs have changed their money to funds that can't stop, and they've built up, uh, I think, like $200 billion in reserves so that they're ready for you know, when financial uh, issues arise, they, they'll... You know, they'll be able to deal with those. They're ready in terms, of course, the country's uh, energy independent, but they need a lot of outside imports, so they're ready with third-party countries. So they have a strategy. They know what the U.S. and other allies are going to do. They have a strategy to get around them so that it's like a 10-year plan to oh, deal yeah. with these economic I heard uh, President sanctions. Biden say there is no way we're going to fight Russia. So, I mean, that Boots obviously— on the ground. Right. That obviously gives them a list of things that they do need to consider and a list of things they don't need to consider. They don't need to consider the fact that we might invade or we might provide some military intervention on behalf of the Ukrainians. They can rule that out. So, so now all they have never. to do is worry about what kind of sanctions we're going to impose. And apparently, you know, they may have taken some steps in the past few months to uh, make those sanctions less onerous. All right. We'd like your participation in this conversation, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.wkok.com and text us at 70236. I must tell you, this morning I was bouncing back and forth, as I always do between the morning programs, and I stopped on Morning Joe on MSNBC, and he was in no uncertain terms saying that the Republicans in the House of Representatives are disgusting and they need, they need to uh, stop disgracing themselves because they pointed out that Joe Biden, they're talking about Joe Biden being weak. And I thought, gee, that's interesting. All the times that the Democrats came down on Donald Trump when he was on foreign stages and when he was trying to negotiate things in this country, nobody thought they should oh, be ashamed of themselves. But now that it's the Republicans saying that, uh, that, uh, that Biden is exuding weakness, well, I think a lot of Republicans are favoring Putin in this, and they well, really why would they fo why would they favor Putin? What would the benefit be? Make Biden look weak. 
and that's you have to the stay only. It even slower. I so mean, that's, that's the obvious. You think that they would actually do that? Amer- that there's no sense of honor or integrity in their part. Do you think Democrats would actually criticize President Trump on his own foreign soil to make him look weak? Well, they did. Okay. <laughs> no, I just think it's a tit for tat. It's the you know it's part of that vortex in Washington. Once your brain matters removed, nothing else matters except party politics, separation of the Republican Democrats, and making the other side look terrible. That's it. So it doesn't really matter. Well, you may be right, but I hope you're not. I would like to think we still had some integrity left in our elected officials in Washington. Some. Name a, a person <laughs> in Washington, D.C. with high integrity. Uh, Mitt Romney. I think he has high integrity. Well, that's true. He gets harassed for it at airports. They showed him again and yesterday. I, I, I think Liz Cheney is, has a person of integrity. I don't necessarily agree with everything she does, but I think she has integrity. I think Joe Manchin has a great deal of integrity. Okay. I don't think it's just limited to Republicans or Democrats. I mean, there are people down there with integrity. No. Mm, well, Mitt Romney, Unfortunately, maybe. they're in the minority. I think it was interesting. They This morning, they ran... Uh, a clip again of President Biden during the, uh, not President Biden, President Obama during their run-up to the election, um, saying the 80s called and they want their foreign policy back when Mitt Romney said that he thought Russia was the biggest threat to America's national security. I guess the Wall Street Journal ran an article this morning it's about time, or the New York Post, one of them says it's about time we have Mitt Romney admit Mitt Romney was correct. Oh, okay. Well, he should have been president, but that's another topic. All right, we will take your voice on this, 1-800-795-9565. we got the Freedom Convoy. I mentioned that, so that's happening, and uh, uh, they do hope to be disruptive when they get to Washington, D.C., but we'll see You know how much. You seem to be pushing this. Is this something oh, well, you're no, interested no. in? No. Oh, okay. It's, it's current, that's all. Um, Russian-Ukrainian crisis, we can talk about that. What is the general heading of the... EB, uh, EB sends us a note, uh, as he often does, alleging Republicans bad, Democrats good. But he says, <laughs> that's the gist of it. Uh, Vladimir Putin is invading the Ukraine, and Donald Trump called the decision genius and smart on a right-wing radio program yesterday. In another interview, Mike Pompeo responded to the invasion by talking about how much he admires Putin. So I guess Trump supporters will be on the side of Russia now, right? This is not the Republican Party I know. Ronald Reagan would be rolling over in his grave. And the sad part is that despite Trump siding with a dictator who has journalists and detractors killed, the MAGA crowd still will still bow down and worship at the feet of their orange leader. Oh, great orange one, lead us out of this mess. Yeah, we're done with leaders like Ronald Reagan. I mean, we haven't had anybody since then. Maybe George H.W. Uh, Bush, but everybody else after that just seemed uh, just politics, politics. You know, look well, at the Clintons and Obamas were, and Bush. I'll tell you who I wish was George president w. right now. I wish Jeb Bush was president. Oh, yeah. See, I see. I liked him <laughs> and Mitt Romney. But uh, and we, we steady hand, calm. Of course, I did vote tough. for Hillary, too. That's yes, who well, I wanted right. to be president. So. But, you know, I, I think E.B., in all due respect to him, does bring up a point. Why Donald Trump would say such nice things? All due respect. In other words, <laughs> you rarely agree with E.B. But well, you he might rarely agrees with me and often states so in no uncertain terms. <laughs> uh, he did, uh, in his last email, encourage you to do something that, well, quite frankly, is anatomically impossible. Oh, so. Yeah, I forgot that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, all right, Dan, first caller of the morning. Good morning. Thanks for calling in. Say, go convoy to Washington. Oh, I love it. Sticking up for our freedoms. It takes 
the average man driving a truck to see what's going on in our country. I'm so proud of them. And, and what they did in Canada was great for Trudeau. He put the Kiyabashi to them, arrested them like thugs, told, told their trucks out, and froze their bank accounts. How's that for freedom? I hope uh, President Biden don't try that here. But I hear he was in great in favor of what Trudeau did in Canada. He even said, he called him and said, you're doing the right thing. So watch out here. You don't, don't think it won't happen with the Emergency Powers Act. So I'm for the truckers. But what, what is the Emergency Power Act in the U.S., and how does that relate to this? That, that he could put that in effect. <coughs> that the, the president has that power under what they would call an emergency to use that act to, to get the truckers out of Washington. Free, you know, who knows what he could do with that. Well, he doesn't need an emergency act, Dan. If they break the law, if they block traffic, that there's plenty of laws on the book for him to move them out of the way without having to resort to emergency powers. I would it suspect did. that would only come into play if they became disruptive and tried to break into the Capitol. <laughs> All right, there we go again. But, uh, <laughs> you know, up in Canada, they didn't block traffic. There were, they could get around the trucks. No emergency vehicles could get around them. But Trudeau put a uh, little dictator up there, socialist, uh, not far from what we have here as a president. He put the kibosh to him. And uh, uh, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> but you know what the top... One of the top priorities, which you didn't mention, uh, for some reason, Mark, on your news, is uh, uh, vaccine, so-called vaccine mandates and mass mandates are at the top of the top of the list in Canada. Well, they say government overreach. I think that's what. And that's that's it. That's yeah, it. But that they mention, but not just that. All the time, mask mandates, vaccine and... mandates. Any and, mandate. Uh, it's an anti-mandate. It's an anti-mandate. Yep, and uh, so the... When are so we going to get the uh, the woke crowd involved in this and stop using the word mandate? Oh, woman yeah. date. No, pe- or people it date. date. It date. <laughs> it date. <laughs> all but, right, uh, all right. You know, Biden was all for the ma- total mandates over all of us that so we'd get that so-called vaccine in us and mm-hmm. they're still promoting it on tv last night they're still pushing it and it <laughs> won't help you one bit i don't think they're going to stop pushing it i don't i doubt you watch neil cavuto but he came on tv yesterday and he had been very sick he was told his doctors told him if he hadn't been vaccinated he probably would be dead that he had a very serious form of pneumonia that came from getting COVID, even though he had been vaccinated. Joe. But they said the vaccine shh, shh, gave him protection. Sorry, Joe. World not allowed is, to say that? World is flat. Climate's okay, still not flat, warming. Climate. Well, no. that's true, but the world is not Columbus flat. discovered America. Well, get with the program. Hey, Erickson. <laughs> but uh, you're, you, you're both in favor of the truckers going to Washington, right? 
Yeah, and it doesn't bother me. I hope they do it and uh, they get their message out. I certainly think that it would be hypocritical to say that we should have a lot of Black Lives Matters and other protests around the U.S. but say that uh, you can't protest mandates. Now, I don't think they if should. If it's peaceful, they should, it's okay. Yeah, I don't think anybody should break the law, but, uh, you know, I think if, if I'm all for it. And, and, you know, it's like you said, it's here again, it's what you call the MAGA crowd. And we're, we're the only ones standing up for freedom anymore. The MAGA crowd, the rest are pretty much in favor of, man, of the vaccines that they were saying. That, you know, you've got to watch out for your fellow man is what they tell us. Hey, get it because you care about your fellow man is what we were told why one reason we should get the jab mm-hmm. and you know it's, it's about it's all about freedom gotcha that's what this truck convoy is about but uh, I, I don't you have time yet why yesterday you know I know uh, you, you kind of belittle sometimes Dave on the hill calls but he had a good point yesterday if you read into what he was saying united we the prisoners we're the prisoners and we're the ones being told to get the the so-called shot and i don't know if i can't say that he's right on if there's anything in the so-called vaccine that What's all in it? We don't know. We know there's fetal, aborted fetal baby parts in the vaccine. We know that. No, oh, well, that's not true, <laughs> that Dan. Is that not is not true. true. You so you know something that's wrong, and you need to correct it. That's not true. How do you know it's oh. not true? <laughs> How do you know it it's is because true? Because it's been vetted. It's been vetted by religious organizations who are opposed to that type of thing being involved in it. Let's assume I didn't do my homework, but let's assume they did. It's, I, well, I heard uh, I heard just the opposite from very reliable sources. Okay. So who's to say who's right? We don't really know what's in it. That's the problem. All right, we and, gotcha. But anyway, don't you think, if you read what Dave was saying, don't you think he made a good point? I don't always understand what he's saying. Don't get me wrong. Dave on the Hill sends emails. He doesn't call. Who is there? Maybe Dave. Uh, Dale, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, Dale, I got you. Okay, yeah, we did not Dale, get him. You're right. He was next to the <laughs> he last lost us yesterday. yesterday. All right, we got and you. You remember he was talking about the prisoners, like he was Prisons, saying, right. we're the prisoners. Right. So there's going to be a jailbreak. And there's a couple break, people right. in charge, and he's right. Okay, got you. He's right on that point. That All right, we got to get going. Yep, and you guys have a great day. Hey, you too, brother. Thanks for listening. With you as always. Take care. Hope we get some more good calls. Thank you, sir. (laughs) All right, we got a fabulous producer. I wouldn't be shocked if we're going to hear a trucking convoy song when we come back. But we'll take more comers. One eight hundred. Did I ruin his surprise? Hey there, good buddy. I did. I ruined his (laughs) surprise. (laughs) Low hanging fruit for a good producer. All right. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five.
You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. <laughs> That's Bob Polis. Uh, that's rolled. <laughs> that's roll this trucking convoy. I know what you heard there, Joe. Yes. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's good. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Rob Center is uh, elsewhere Speaking deployed. Of that word, E.B. says building. he never told me to do something. I didn't think he did, to be honest with you. I thought you were mixed up on that. To do something to himself that was anatomically impossible. I may have strong opinions, but I don't stoop to those levels. You must have me confused with another listener. All right. Maybe. Okay. Thank you, E.B., for the correction. And I, I will admit, and, E.B., and I you, don't remember you were, ever being that disrespectful. But you were gobsmacked when I said that anyway. I was. I, was, I thought you were talking <laughs> about E.B. I mean, he, he takes me on, but he doesn't usually... Well, his opinions are informed and, uh, and wonderful. Much right. appreciated. Lower right-hand corner. All right. Uh, my vaccine had baby what in it? Boy, the right wing is still living in Oz. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. All right. Yeah. Oh, I was telling Joe off mic, it, um, stem cell DNA from uh, aborted fetuses was used back uh, 20 years ago in the research that went into this. But there's no remnant parts anymore. And this vaccine is manufactured by a machine. It isn't uh, done, you know, through uh, replication of previous cells or anything. It, and it's it fools your cells into thinking that you have the disease, which is why you get some people get sick and some people get pretty darn sick from the vaccine. Well, considering the fact that that you would have to have a lot of aborted babies to make a large number of these vaccines possible. And I don't think anybody's going to seriously suggest we raise or we have, have women get pregnant so we can abort them and then use the fetus material in vaccines. Right. I mean, that, so you're right. They have developed alternatives to doing that. Well, and, and no, that was just in the base research back, you know, 20 years ago when we started to really get an AIDS vaccine going. They needed stem cells to see how these, if you could develop new cells, how the body would react if it were introduced to the AIDS virus and it had this vaccine vaccine in it and but that was 20 years ago and it wasn't for this vaccine but of course you know conservatives like to connect the dots or some conservatives like to connect the dots and go all the way back to that which you can argue if if you think every human is life then you're testing on something that's a human part but that again that this vaccine is manufactured like a truck is manufactured at a factory it doesn't well, have any human body parts added to it 
I think Dan was wrong. I mean, he said nobody knows what's in it. Well, obviously somebody knows what's in it. They made it. <laughs> right. And the fact that it does keep people from getting sick. I mean, Mio Cavuto, uh, I love the story that I read this morning. I think it was on Penn Live. That's talk. Yeah, it was. It was on Penn Live, and it was I think an AP story or some somebody who is very biased, and they may, they had to say, well, you know, the Fox Network has been downplaying the vaccine, but Cavuto has always said that he was in favor of it, and everybody I've seen on Fox has said they were in favor of it, but they quoted uh, what's his name uh, Tucker Carlson as saying that maybe it doesn't work. You know, which is probably where Dan picks up some of his information, mm. that it doesn't work there. Well, I, I think you could argue that, that the Omicron surge seemed to be uh, not oblivious to the vaccine, because it, it seemed to me that back when the vaccine was first introduced, right after President Trump unveiled it, one of the things they said is that it can help you not get the disease at all, right. uh, specifically. Remember that. But obviously, this the vaccine and this variant are not immune to each other, but the vaccine does build up your immune system ahead of time so when you do get this omicron variant you're ready for it that's why 80 percent of the people who are in intensive care at the hospitals around here are unvaccinated well, their make, immune system wasn't ready for it you can make the same argument about almost any drug i have a bacterial infection i'm given an antibiotic how do i know what's in that antibiotic and how do i know it's what actually cured me mm-hmm. you know if you don't accept medical science and at the all. premise that they're that they're working to improve our lives by creating drugs and and treatments that prevent us from either getting sick or make us less likely to be deathly ill if we do get something. I'm willing to concede the medical establishment is certainly trying to do that. Aren't you? Yep, yep. I, I, you know, I'm, rather than be like Dan I'm and say, well, and boost double, double we don't backs. know what's in it and they're trying to kill us or they're trying to harm us or it's not going to do us any good. I mean, I, I think, what, what do you have to lose? All 1-800-795-9565. One of our listeners says, when the convoy gets to D.C., the National Guard will be there to keep them moving. Yeah, unarmed National Guard members in Washington, D.C., for traffic control is the call-up. So, all right. Uh, can you read all that? I think I can if we have time. Oh, no, we don't. No, we don't we have don't time. We don't have 30 seconds. All right. Okay. Well, jot this down, folks. Uh, during the 9 a.m. hour, you'll need this number, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We will have some brief headlines, and then we will continue with On the Mark. Uh, Mr. Kevin Herr is our great producer. Boy, I'll tell you what, he knows how to run a console. Did a fabulous job running his own console last night remotely for the basketball game. So we're going to talk about a little bit of a milestone when we come back. You're listening to WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me, and uh, we're actually in agreement on a few things. And I'm making most of the mistakes today, so <laughs> that's all right. That's, uh, we're just turning the tables a little bit over here. On the Mark, sponsor for the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us 
70236. Include the keyword OTM. Our fabulous producer today is Mr. Kevin Herr, one of our original producers on the program. He's sitting in for Rob Center, who's up the hall, clackety-clacking on a new computer system. So we appreciate uh, Kevin sitting in today. Uh, Kevin enjoyed a milestone last night as he closed out another season of broadcast of the Chicago Boys basketball games with Dave Ritchie. 25 years they've been at the microphone doing this. So, Kevin, great. Congratulations yeah. on the milestone. Thank you. It's, uh, it's, it's been fun, 25 years. That's uh, for, crazy. For basketball uh, with Chief. And you've been yelling, touchdown, Shigalumi, for two no. and a half decades. That's, that's not quite much, as long. Didn't yell it much this year, but hopefully next year he'll be yelling it a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, football, because of a year off, I think we're looking at, and we started basketball a year earlier than we started football, uh, than okay. I started doing football. Why didn't you yell, basket, Shigalumi? It took too long in a basketball <laughs> game. You have much more time in a football game to stretch that out. <laughs> Killing time. Well, everybody wondered how that, I keep getting asked how that started with the long touchdown call and uh, it was the first couple of years Shikolami had gone a couple of games really with kicking a couple of field goals and that was it and I got so excited uh, <laughs> that, that it was finally a touchdown that I could call that it kind of stuck. Isn't that funny? What I thought you were work. emulating that that guy that used to do the boxing matches. Let's get ready to rumble. I forget <laughs> no. his name. Michael Buffer. Michael Buffer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. No. No. And it's not. It, it's not a paying homage to the uh, Mexican soccer uh, uh, on Telemundo. Score! Uh, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Or uh, Doug Birdson. Well, twenty-five years at it. You ought to, one of these years, you ought to be getting really good at it. You too. would think. <laughs> one of these times, yeah. Well, yeah. They it's say like Mark and I. We got fifteen years here in September. You'd think we'd be better, wouldn't you? <laughs> twenty-six is the clincher next year. I, year twenty-six. So. <laughs> one, one of my favorite lines from the movie Vacation. Beverly D'Angelo's character says, uh, she, "He said, well, it's uh, it's not so bad, is it? No." But with every new day, there's fresh hope. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to quote from uh, uh, Christmas Vacation, the crapper's full. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's a whole different. uh, That's a whole different version. Whole different scenario. All right. Yeah, yeah, my favorite is though. It uh, no, but with every new day, there's fresh hope. Yes, that's right. So. All right. Well. Every day we springs eternal. We meet in the hallway before the show and say, "Today we're going to." Do less. Do so better. Do something less. I'm not going to say right. what on the air, but we're going to do Stink less. Stink less. Yeah, but today we're going to stink less. And Kevin always said yes with each new day. There's hope. All right. Well, thank you, Kevin. Uh, yeah, congratulations. Just thank super you. call. And I don't love boys basketball on the radio, but Kevin makes it so exciting. If you catch some of it, you just can't help. And he's a gracious person to kids that, you know, try shots and, and don't make it and uh, still uplifting. You know, he's, he, he's like Roger hadn't senior could do he could tell you that you've screwed up you're wrong and you're gonna have to whimper back to your office but make you feel good and build you up at the same time say mark that was a great idea it's just not gonna work here you're just gonna have to come up with another one start over but really but give put as much smarts into it as you did that you know so you'd feel like oh wow what a wonderful failure so but kevin is gracious like that well it's good to have a partner that had been you know around the the kids so many years being a teacher in the system in well, the Shikolami, yeah, and being a coach in the Shikolami program too, it made it a lot easier to be able to do that. You know, he he would remind he reminds people all the time. Listen, you're looking at 15, 16, 17 year old kids uh, trying to do the right thing, right, and to have some fun. 
you know, I, I like the Jersey Shore team. They are so serious when you hear these guys describe them on the radio. But uh, the Braves and Seals, they, they just want to have fun out there. All right, to be continued, thank you so much. Uh, brief news headlines here. Edward Snowden, the exiled whistleblower behind the 2013 NSA surveillance revelations, appeared virtually at Bucknell University last night. Thanks to the Open Discourse Coalition and the Bucknell Program for American Leadership, he discussed several topics, including Internet privacy, which he said is an oxymoron. There is no such thing. Even when you're searching incognito or on the dark web, you web, you are followed by anyone who wishes to follow you and monitor your activities at any time. He also spoke up in a manner that he did back in 2013, saying he had told his superiors about unconstitutional elements of the surveillance programs from the Patriot Act, but they did not listen. And subsequently, that's why he went to the press. Uh, we can discuss that a whole shebang again if you wish to. U.S. Congressman Fred Keller has spent a week visiting local businesses in our area, providing updates on his economic development efforts and seeing firsthand the growth of some companies around here toward a half dozen places, including the Sunbury Textile Mill building that will become an industrial hemp manufacturer with 400 employees by next summer. Congressman Keller said it's great that they're looking here in Sunbury. He visited several other facilities and institutions and was at the Central Pennsylvania Chamber of Commerce meeting at the Country Cupboard. As we, uh, nope, scratch that, a group of Pennsylvania Republicans are asking for a federal judge to keep the state's highest court from picking a new congressional map. <clears throat> Instead, they argue that Pennsylvania's soon-to-be 17 congressional representatives should run in a statewide free-for-all following an obscure 1941 federal law. The lawsuit first reported by the AP and this report from Pennsylvania Capital Star uh, says the suit was filed February 11th by five Pennsylvania voters, including Republican congressional candidates, and Monday the plaintiffs asked for an injunction. They say the state judiciary has no authority to alter or suspend primary election calendars the way the legislature the ones that the legislature has enacted. Pennsylvania's congressional map could be redrawn by the courts again, which is where we are headed. State Department of Health reports lots of vaccinated people are getting out of the hospital finally. 107 fewer people hospitalized with COVID-19. At Geisinger Danville, they still have 11 people on ventilators, 80% of whom are unvaccinated. 11 COVID-19 patients at Evangelical Community Hospital, 7 of whom are unvaccinated. Three are in the ICU, two of them are unvaccinated, and there's one patient on a ventilator, and guess what? Unvaccinated. The Pentagon has approved the deployment of National Guard troops to the nation's capital as they prepare for truckers' protests beginning next week. Our CBS correspondent, Cammy McCormick, is following this story. Guard troops has... The deployment of 700 National Guard troops has been approved by Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. The Pentagon says they'll be used to assist with traffic control during demonstrations, but will not carry weapons or take part in law enforcement or surveillance activities. Some of the truckers protesting COVID restrictions are set to arrive for President Biden's State of the Union address on March 1st. CBS's Cami McCormick. The Hill is reporting former President Donald Trump Tuesday called Russia's recognition of two breakaway territories in eastern Ukraine a, quote, genius move, unquote, ahead of their military invasion. In an interview on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show, Trump said Russian President Vladimir Putin's recognition of the Donetsk and Luhansk People's Republics in eastern Ukraine Monday was smart and very savvy. He said, I, uh, well, he said, 
I went in the uh, I went there yesterday and saw it on a television screen and I said this is genius President Trump said about uh, Vladimir Putin's efforts and many other Republicans have gotten on board finally don't make any jokes here, Joe. I will not. Former congressman turned ex-convict Anthony Weiner is signed on the dotted line for a new political talk show called The Left Versus the Right. Uh, he'll debate politics with Curtis Sliwa, who, like Weiner, lost the race for New York City mayor. He resigned from Congress in 2011 after sending lewd photos of women and was sent to prison in 2017 for sending... Not of women, to women. Uh, two women, yes, thank you, and was sent to prison in 2017 for sending... Let's at least define his perversion correctly. <laughs> right, okay. Thank you, well said. Uh, anyway, sent to prison in 2017 for sending obscene material to a 15-year-old girl. And you know how they're going to promote this they're, when they try to get advertisers? This podcast may already be a wiener. That's right, Anthony Wiener. It may already be a wiener. You want Come opinions on. from a wiener? Tune in. Uh, right, there you go, thank you. <laughs> for helping me out there. All right, we got our caller standing by. Bob, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Yeah, good morning. Uh, you covered it during your uh, news break. Uh, the lawsuit, you know, trying to halt the, the court picking the voting map. This is just another thing where Republicans are doing what Trump does, take everything to court, delay, delay, delay. They're trying to make it so people don't have enough time to get their mail-in voting uh you know, votes in. Anything to delay the election is what they're trying to do. But, Bob, they're following the federal law, which says that in the event that they, they can't get a, the legislature can't arrive at a, uh, and the governor won't sign a reapportionment bill, that it ha the congressman should run at large. It's not, not the Republicans doing it. They're just following the law. Well, it's two Republicans running for Congress that uh, started all this. They're asking you know, that the law be followed. Is there something wrong with following the law? I mean, the federal government enacted the law, the legislature, Republicans now, and Democrats. Would everybody run at large? Every candidate? Until, unless and until they devise a, an, a, an acceptable reapportionment plan that everybody will sign off on. Okay. That, yes, the, all the congressmen would run at large. All right. Have we ever done that? And so this was known how long ago? Well, the law has been on the books for years. I think 1941. No, I as far as us losing a seat where they had to redraw the map. Well, it's been since the census, which I would say was last year. Okay, so they wait till the last minute to do all this stuff. Well, they can't do it before the census is completed, Bob, and they have to do it very quickly after the census is completed. That's the way the law is written. Okay. I got a phone call. I got to go. Thank you. Have a good day. Right. Very unfortunate right. phone call. Upper right-hand corner. All right. I agree. If the convoy peacefully protests within the confines of the law, then that's their right. As long as they don't destroy property, overturn cars, loot stores, and burn buildings, try to burn government buildings with people inside, beat people on the streets, attack and injure police officers, take over neighborhoods and block them off from law enforcement, invade restaurants and threaten patrons, surround residents of celebrities or leaders who speak out in opposition of their actions or ideology. As long as they don't do these things, then all of us, progressives, liberals, conservatives, and moderates, all of us should applaud the lawful exercise of their First Amendment rights. All right. Talking about good, the January. Good comment. Yep. They don't want it to turn into another January 6th <laughs> insurrection. Good, nope. good letter. Thank you, Very sir. Very good letter. Very much appreciated. 
Uh, can't do that. There you go. All right. Biden encouraged Trudeau to use federal power in the Canadian convoy issue. The American convoy will likely get the same treatment, possibly much worse. Trudeau froze funding. GoFundMe for truckers was shut down. Trudeau froze personal bank accounts. Just yesterday regarding Ukraine, Trudeau denounced authoritarianism. I guess he doesn't own a mirror. <laughs> Good point. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, Dale, stand by. We'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. I think we're talking talking about the Freedom Convoy, and one of our good listeners wisely says as long as they don't break the law, they should send a pretty clear message to Washington, D.C., just in time for the State of the Union. I wonder if they can all sound their horns loud enough so that the president can't be heard during the State of the Union. should be interesting to be a State of the Union. How do you call attention to the, the, the hopeful things you wish to accomplish with the fact that uh, you're struggling? You're probably the most unpopular president ever. Oh, and he'd be up past <coughs> his bedtime, too. Right, you're past your bedtime. And uh, the country's bitterly divided on both sides of the political aisle, on either side of the political aisle. But other than that, hey, should have a good year. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We love your two cents. Call us now. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us, as a couple of good folks have done, at email us at onthemark at wkok.com. And do as one person did. Text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM and then your message. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Now, who does this song, Joe? Don't know. Grateful Dead. They're some of their rare forays into commercially viable songs so they could get a little revenue that going. Was commercially viable? All right. Oh, yeah. It was popular back in the day. Ah, still probably is. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Thank you for waiting, Dale. You are on the mark. I just want to say you guys are part of the dumbed-down uh, dumb experiment. They're just trying to dumb everybody down. What you do is deprive people of data, okay? If everybody don't see the data and you keep mentioning something for four or five days straight, they start believing it. That's the, the dumb-down project. That's why our country is bankrupt. It's bankrupt. Inflation is going to be very high. The central banks and the Fed is going to borrow, lend money to China because they have the, the means to return the money. Now, since the Bar Association borrowed all this money, had no intention to pay it back. They got every, they got all their wants, and no, none of the needs are filled. And now, the, the Republicans going to blame the teachers. The Democrats going to blame the truckers. The Democrats going to blame Russia. And then 
you got to you got to be very dumb if you can't uh, believe something that you don't see the data. You're being deprived of the data. How much so, money I mean, did the bar association borrow, Dale? Just out of curiosity. I don't know what twenty, thirty, some trillion dollars now, right? <clears throat> who who loaned it to them? Who would loan the bar association that kind of money? Who? Who? Yeah, who? Uh, the central banks, the Fed. Who has to pay it back? Is us with inflation now? Did Ron Paul and Rand Paul fifteen years ago? said this is going to happen in 2022 and and they hit the nail right on the head they said the bar association would borrow trillions of dollars no, of they said that we're borrowing people's money which we have no intentions to pay back and they said it's going to really hurt america in 2022 okay. and here we are okay so joe with your little hustle and schemes and all they got you're you're you're, <laughs> you see you're they like you joe you've been dumbed down for 60 years 70 years you fit their narrative so people who think outside the box believe in data. If you believe in data, you will find the truth. So if they're not showing you the data, and they're just like Obama's second uh, term, that was fixed. They never showed you the data on the uh, elections. Biden, they never showed you the data on the elections. You just believe what they pounded in your head for like three months straight. Now, now it's no debate. You're already locked in. You're believing. How, how do so I get straight, Dale? What if can you I don't believe in data because they're deprived you, it's called the dumb down project. Uh huh. The dumb down part of the down. problem. Okay. Well, how do I yeah, how so do I get? Republicans blame teachers. Republicans blame liberals. Okay. They all blame somebody. Russia. They all blame uh, the truckers. Okay. Blame the police. Never the bar association. Okay. The con men. Okay. I tell you what. It's not the small ones. It's the very big ones. It's called the super firms. And you are echoing everything they say. And, and they can't even stand firm and, and face the music. They, they get ignorant when it's, when it's a hard question asked. But the only hard question you got to ask somebody is show me the data. A con man will never show you the data or deprive you. All right, well, Dale, got you on that one. Dale, show me, Dale, show me the kids, data. Dale, your kids that are in the future. <laughs> If you don't see the data, don't believe it. So, Well, show me the data the on this, hour, Dale. The top of the hour, 95% of everything you're told is a lie. Dale. It's a pure lie. Dale, show me the data. data. Show me the data on the claims you've made. Show me the data. Show me the data. I don't have the data, but I can tell you, if I'm not seeing the data, I'm not believing it. Well, you said okay. anybody who won't show you the data is a con man. I'm asking you to well, show me the data. What I'm saying. If I'm not seeing, if I can't comprehend it, I'm not believing. You know why? Because I believe in nature. I mean, all I'm saying is, Joe, you've been dumbed down for 70 years. You fit the narrative, <laughs> and you can't help but just follow the narrative. Okay. Well, I, you know, when you're a tool of the Bar Association, you, you, you kind of learn to live with it. All right. What's that? <laughs> now, I, I guess he got you I there. just tell you, Joe, Joe. Treat your kid right and just tell him, say, if you don't see the data, don't believe it. Noted. That's it. It's the truth, okay? Let's get back to the basics. All right, we got I mean, you, Dale. Thank you. A lot what, of people, what? because a lot of people no. feel frustrated. You're done, Joe. Sorry. What if I see the no, data, but no, I don't understand no, no, it? No, no, Sorry, Joe. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Dale. Very much appreciate the call. 1-800-795-9565. Upper right-hand corner, Joe, and then we'll get Paul right. on the The bottom air. line to the Freedom Truckers protest is a government that can destroy your life over a shot in your arm is a government that can destroy your life over a chip in your head. You know, in reference to Dale, I'm assuming. Uh, Paul, you're on the mark. Thank you so much for calling in. Yes, the reason why I would call in, uh, I just wanted to report last night I heard Carla Sands on the Mark Levin uh, show, 
and I've I've been looking up some of the Senate candidates for uh, uh, Pennsylvania here, and uh, so I, I I had uh, looked up her uh, website to read what I could about her, but I was good to hear because I've heard her radio advertisement, you know, and she touches on all the hot button issues <laughs> as a, a conservative. But I it was great to hear Levin ask her a number of questions, and she was very comfortable explaining all these things she also mentioned how she had met mark levin she was uh she was at the uh, opening of the uh american embassy in jerusalem that uh, trump opened and uh, levin was there too so that's where they they first met he had dave mccormick on already and had him and asked questions and he had dr oz on uh as well but um any rate i i think uh, it was interesting too that she uh she before the thing was over she said there's one other thing i want to stress she says i want to be an energy senator and what she's talking about that uh, she wants to advance uh, 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 pennsylvania developing energy she contended that uh, under our feet here in pennsylvania there's enough natural gas to heat the entire or for to supply the united states for the next 300 years and that this should be very beneficial to uh, to uh, all the Pennsylvania residents to benefit our society and uh, and business and industry and so forth, and um, she uh, she you know she she wanted to change the policies of the Biden administration at war with uh, fossil fuels and so forth. So uh, it was very interesting. So if anybody wants to know more about her, actually hear her conversation, just go to the Mark Levin show, click on the podcast, and you want the two twenty two, and it's in the third hour. So. Okay. Um, I thought it was very helpful for me to learn more about her because she's not on television. I don't see ads like Dr. Oz and uh, Dave McCormick and so forth, but uh, um, I, I hear her advertisements right. on the radio. But th- this was a very good conversation. She was very comfortable talking with Mark Levin. I should mention Mark Levin has not endorsed anybody at this point. He just He's concerned to get a good senator from Pennsylvania. He's originally from Pennsylvania, so... He was giving these, I think all of them had contacted him that they would like to be on the show, and so he's given those three, anyway, uh, time on, on his on his show. Well, so, they're the leaders of the latest poll that was out. Uh, yes. they're, they're not the folks endorsed by Republicans, but they are the folks that are in the latest right. poll. Right. I understand that. Yeah, that, that's so, correct. Yeah. She's a MAGA but, candidate. Uh, says she, she claims she is the only candidate who's running. There's a dozen of them who is not a rhino. She's a real Trump Republican through and through. Is that the well, criteria? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's she what have, she says. She does have a background, you know, uh, and, and so forth, and can explain herself, and she's been there, and you know, been doing things, raising money. Um, Didn't she work Trump's for Trump or something? Yes, yeah, she, she did. She was part of his uh, two of his economic teams and some okay. other team that he had. Right, okay. and, she, and she actually was an ambassador to Denmark. Oh, okay. that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Okay, so that that uh, that just Carla it was Sands. helpful to me. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, nice Paul. Nice to talk to you. Bye-bye. Yeah, Take care. That. All right. Uh, Mark Levin show carrying at least the top three so far of the U.S. Senate candidates. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Uh, Joe. Go. Well, we've read that. 
All right, then hit delete. <laughs> Why don't you do that? All right, the vaccine may very well keep you from getting very sick, but they touted from the beginning that you won't get COVID and can't spread it if you get the jab. You also won't get a sick if you have natural immunity and it's stronger and lasts longer than the vaccine, but they barely want to recognize that. They also don't want to recognize that there are things you can do to build your immune system in case you would get COVID and that there are, in fact, therapeutics that you could use if you get sick. That's just a few of the reasons I question the push to get everyone vaccinated. If you got it, good for you. But quit trying to enforce it on everyone else when it doesn't stop the disease. All right, thank you so much. Yep, 1-800-795-9565. We'll take more comers. We've got two emails from the same individual. We'll read those very shortly, but we would love to hear from you telephonically. Call us, 1-800-795-9565. Talked a little bit about the Freedom Convoy. That is, uh, well, some of it, uh, sort of this, the wing that will go through our general vicinity will be on Interstate A. Nope, I guess they're taking 81 to Harrisburg, sorry. But uh, Bob Bolas is a big Trump truck who will be there along with many other trucks and they'll be going down 81 to Harrisburg then 83 to York and Baltimore and then to Washington D.C. They hope to be there in time for the Bet State of the Union. But you can't say that five times fast. Cannot say Big it trunk. five Big Trump truck. <laughs> the big Trump truck. Yes, he's got it. So, all right, 1-800-795-9565. If you want to talk about that, you can talk about Russia and Ukraine. The president, former president, Trump did say that uh, Putin's um, incursion was genius, but not being significantly covered was the fact that he also said, the former president said if he had remained president, Putin would never have attempted something thing like this, quote, I never, it never would have happened with us had I been in office, not even thinkable, unquote, Trump said, quote, you know what the response was from Biden. He didn't have a response, unquote. The former President Trump, who's been teasing a 2024 presidential run, also released a statement Tuesday arguing there's no reason that the situation currently happening in Ukraine should be happening at all. So, uh, yeah, so lots of folks called our show, and it got confirmed yesterday if Trump was president. Putin wouldn't go into the Ukraine. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We'll be right back. And now he's digging deep. Good for him. Roll on, 18-wheeler. Mr. Kevin Hurt, fabulous producer on the other side of the glass. We appreciate him. Uh, two hours ago, we didn't know he'd be our producer, but here he is. So we appreciate that. I thought you were going that. to say two hours ago, we didn't appreciate him. Yes, we did. <laughs> we always appreciate Right, him. we do. Uh, we have an emailer who says, good morning. Here's a question. When COVID started, who were the heroes? Teachers, truck drivers, doctors, nurses, first responders, grocery store workers, and many others. Where do they stand now? Not heroes anymore. So you think the powerful won't come to your door and they won't uh, if you comply, but you will be, you will keep complying more and more. Mark, Joe, what would you say if you were told WKOK can't have certain programs on anymore? Would you comply or would you choose to lose your license to broadcast? Everyone will get to choose. Right now it's the truckers. Many would say, oh, it's only a vaccination, but the truckers don't want it. Well, will they be the first on the front line to become cancel culture? 
Well, here's to Canada. I hope your people can turn around your government because if the truckers decide to boycott your country, Canada, you're not going to have any food come into you. It's a domino effect till the last effort is broken. Right. If you got it, a truck brought it. It's just that simple. Right. Then another text says, good morning, gentlemen. I think our emergency government control takeover is going to be energy, heat, and gas. They're losing COVID control, so the news feed pointing to energy. They do not want the trucker convoy or schools or businesses open. And we shut down our pipeline to provide other countries with oil. We need to see these things and realize the next horrible takeover will be energy of all types. And COVID control will be small compared to oil and gas. Hopefully people will stand up against this. We cannot allow them to take over our gas and energy. Thank you for allowing me to voice my opinion. One caveat, though, the Keystone XL pipeline was to provide oil to other countries, so that has to be uh, just clarified, I guess. You know, and I get a big kick out of everybody saying, well, you know, President Trump was in Putin's pocket, but it wasn't President Trump who gave the go-ahead for the Nord Stream pipeline. It was President Biden. Mm-hmm. So that was something that played right into Putin's What well, was his reasoning? I, I realize that it's led to sort of a tense... Shut down American pipelines, but open them up in Europe. But what was the president's reasoning? Why And, and why did we have a say in that? Well, we had a say in it, I think, because we're, I, we're not fi- financing it. You know, that's a good question. I don't exactly know why we do have a say in that. Yeah, no, I, I'm sure you and I discussed this in detail at the time. I just don't have it yeah, top I, of the I, mind. I'd have to, I, I don't recall it either. Why we have a say at all and then uh, why the president felt that way and why President Trump uh, probably didn't exercise an opportunity to start it or stop it when he was president. One of our listeners says, truckers going to Washington to protest vaccine freedom rights, we should be there protesting our freedom to vote as well uh, via text. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Joe, you want to launch into the Florida law? Yeah, this, well, we have a call coming in, so... Um, oh, but I think scratch it then. Cause we'll hold on to it for a second to see if it's on another topic. We hate to hate to start another topic if we have and then somebody calling back. in on the one that we're, we're already talking about. Um, but I think President, President Trump didn't want to play into Biden's hand on that. I think he th- he th- he wanted to sell the the American oil and gas to those folks. The Keystone XL pipeline proceeds, if it had well, it was still was years away when it was going to be done. But of course now it isn't going to be done. And uh, Keystone XL and XL, of course, ran into all kinds of dilemmas because of eminent domain. That was one reason. Energy policy is one reason, but the uh, another reason was uh, eminent domain. You know, taking lands Not that does eminent, eminent, eminent. Thank you very much uh, for uh, taking land that doesn't belong to you for profit. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Joseph, go right ahead. You're on the mark. Uh, yes, good morning. I wanted to talk about the uh, uh, quote-unquote insurrection. Uh, again, and, and I said this before, according to the founders, if, if a government does not protect you, you have the right to alter or abolish that government. That was Thomas Jefferson, okay? Now, here's my point. And when the riots were going on, if you had a business or a home up there in Seattle or where they were going, and they burnt your home, the police stood there and watched them. The government did not help you at all. I would think, uh, I would, uh, I'll tell you this, I'll put it this way. If I wasn't a believer in the Messiah, I would have had my gun, and I, I went down and overthrew that government. 
because that's what uh, that's what the uh, Second Amendment is all about. It's not about hunting deer. It's about if it, if the government goes too far, and they did. They did not do anything up there for its citizens. Uh, and, and you know what? In fact, Washington D.C. Nancy Pelosi and them guys can be very happy that those people didn't have arms. And, and again, I tell you, if I wasn't a believer, I would I would advocate taking up arms and overthrowing the government. Period. But I can't do that because I'm a believer and I gotta obey the laws of the land and so forth. But hey, the founding fathers—that's what they said. Okay. Well, I think your encapsulation of what went on in Seattle, certainly there was some violence, and I'm sure there were instances where police didn't didn't stop folks. As I was trying to say, I'm sure there were instances where it certainly appeared as though police were doing nothing or the National Guard or the state police weren't doing anything. I think they probably tried to uh, contain as much as they could. At some point, you get overwhelmed. But 90% of the protests that you're talking about were completely nonviolent, without damage, complied with officers. my lovely bride and I went to one of the protests that was held in this area, completely nonviolent. Police were sort of part of the Allies. We saw that in Milton, that the, the police were part of the Allies. So, yes, you can pick out some isolated violence and say, aha, this is why the insurrection was necessary. But it, it, there was actually no, no correlation. These are just individuals charged with sedition now, so fortunately, who wanted to overrun the government. All right, we will let you up. Oh, Joseph is gone. He didn't want to wait. Okay. Bob, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. You get a minute. Yeah, good morning. I was just calling. Somebody had an article in the paper today about electric vehicles. That it will take you like a couple extra days to get where you're going because you got to charge your vehicle. But um, you can continue driving these vehicles because it will change over to gas. You don't have to stop your trip just because you need to charge your vehicle, which is um, stupid. But uh, the reason I was bringing this up is because... Uh, Joe Biden has agreed to allow out in California area for them to dig up these uh, minerals or whatever it is that they put in batteries. So, I mean, he's doing just as bad a job now as Trump was digging up our country and our soils for fossil fuels or whatever kind of mining that goes into these batteries that are polluting our planet. When we should be finding some other way to make batteries uh, environmentally friendly. I don't know what you heard, but I heard that the the nickel goes in those batteries, and nickel comes from Russia. That's where we get it from. Well, some other kind of mineral, too, goes into it. Well, lithium's Um, an element, right? Yeah, I guess. Northern, uh, well, I'm not All right, exactly we got sure you, Bob. Thank you so much. Yep, thanks okay. for calling in. All right. Now here's the answer. Uh, you, we had imposed sanctions based on when Russia invaded the, or took over the Crimea. We had imposed sanctions that made it impossible for them to build the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, I guess those and our allies. We didn't withdraw those restrictions under the Trump administration. We withdrew them under the Biden administration. And that allowed that construction to continue. And so that we, was in effect, sanctioned the takeover of the, of the Crimea by taking those sanctions off. Which gave the green light to the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, which is going to significantly benefit Germany and other parts of Europe. And right? Right, most, most significantly benefit Russia from the, the money. The producer, right. They'll get revenue from it, but the rest of Europe benefits from the natural gas as well, correct? 
I mean, that's probably, uh, we're not specifically trying to help Putin, but if we help Europe, that, you know, sort of the high tide thing. Well, and I think, uh, I, I love the way the news department chose to pull out a cut from Jeff McCausland's remark about the fact that uh, Russia relies on an extractive economy. You know, everything, everything is based point, on, on just, you know, pulling things out of the ground and selling it. Well, that is unsustainable, which is one of the generals pointed that out, uh, retired general pointed that out. And but of course his voice is in the minority over there. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. One of our listeners says, "Just so the truckers don't say good buddy, that's a cover for to meet me for sex for good truckers bu- today." Good body, it says there. You said good. Well, buddy, but I think he, his next text corrects that. Oh, I don't know. I thought good body might be a cover. That might be more appropriate. Sex, <laughs> That's right. probably why he typed it. Yeah, Freudian slip. All right, 1-800-795-9565. More good bumper music coming up shortly. See, you have something to live for. Hope. With each new day, there's hope. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. He's pounded down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm East Pounder, what no bandit run. Is this from Smokey and the Bandit? Okay, wow, fabulous. You're going back there. All right, thank Almost you Almost so any much. country song will do. You get your truck back. You <laughs> He's know. got to see any country song. <laughs> That's only if you play it backwards. Right, you get your wife back, your truck back, your dog back. <laughs> your dog back. Ah, your dog comes back to life. All right, let's see. We read that text. One of our listeners says it's the definition of buddy, a trusted companion, colleague, or friend. Okay. Okay. We well, were, that's case we were unclear. Oh, I got to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. Oh, please do. Sponsor of our program. Now, if you want an Edge Escape Echo Ranger Maverick Bronco, full size Bronco, Mustang Mach E Expedition or Explorer, you are going to have to wait a short time at the Sunbury Motor Company. But I tell you what, if you want an F-150, I just drove by yesterday. They got a dozen. I'm not kidding you. Twelve F-150s there. They keep bringing in the trucks in as fast as they're moving out. <laughs> they unload more. And uh, literally, one was going out the front door. One was being offloaded from a car carrier yesterday. So, yeah, F-150s galore and great prices. I mean, first one, the one that is uh, just a more basic model, but with a really attractive color, right around 
dollars, just a little bit above that. Of course, they're still giving 100% completely top dollar for your trading because they know they'll be able to resell that after they check it out with their 200-point check. But yeah, getting great deals. F-150s at the Sunbury Motor Company, you get great deals. If you need one of those other species of vehicles, they got the allocations to get vehicles. Uh, two to six months is the time frame for vehicles these days. Mach-E next year. Electric F-150 next year, 2023. Believe it or don't, because of all the demand for these things. But F-150s galore, and they echo escape and edge they, and explorers they get quite a few of those and uh, you'll find out why they won the president's award at the sunbury motor company check it out sunburymotors.com check out the inventory online before you go down if you so choose or just drive by do as i did you'll see all them f-150s lined up sunburymotors.com sponsor of on the mark one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Talked about the truckers' convoy. If they were, if the convoys were in Canada, they definitely were just talking about vaccines, according to our good listeners. I certainly thought that I had uh, read and followed that the, it became more of an anti-government thing, an anti-Trudeau thing, and where the swastika flags and these sons of Odom and all the rest of them come in. I don't know, but in any event, now that it's in the U.S. It is definitely against mandates of any kind, vaccine mandates, government overreach. Uh, of course, President Biden's policies, pro-Trump policies, is part of Bob Bolas's whole shtick, of course. Um, there you go, Joe. Say it that. says, electric car batteries use lithium and nickel. The lithium is mined in Nevada and South America. The nickel is mined in Minnesota, but also is exported by the Russians. All right, says so. Joe. Well, well you added that me. exported by the Russians. Right. <laughs> you happen to know that to be true. Well, it doesn't Hunter own a, well, is I'm it a diamond of, mine or a lithium mine in China? What is it we're part of? The, um, the NATO? No, no, the Confusion Project or the Dumb Down Project. Oh, Dumb Down, yes, we're part of it. So well, we you should, and I are the leaders. We shouldn't know this stuff if we're, we're part of Dumb Down. Because we don't know the data. Yeah, well, and we need all the data, so we don't have data. Right, we're dataless. Right. So No data. We can't actually tell you for certain that this anything we've said in this program is true. But listen, if they if they come to the United States of America and they're peaceful, who's got a problem with that? You know, if we can tolerate people burning down buildings in Portland, we can certainly tolerate a truck driver, you know, expressing his opinion in a civil and kind and polite way in Washington, D.C. I got a bulletin for everybody, though. They're going to be loud and they're going to block streets. Okay, that's the nature of a trucking protest. So, we'll just have to put up with it for a short time. And we have a, a, another email. It says the most touching moment at the Shikalimi basketball game came when a Central Mountain player accidentally tripped a Shikalimi player, and he couldn't get up due to an ankle injury. The player who tripped him and another Central Mountain player got under his arms on both sides and took him down to the Shikalimi trainer. That's what true sportsmanship looks like. I know Shikalimi and Central Mountain are not sports factories, but they do have some classy young men. All right. So well, that's a nice story. Well, and I think if you listen to the play-by-play throughout the year, you heard uh, some great sportsmen and kids just having fun, and then you heard some other teams where they really tried to just, I don't know if they fight dirty, that's Lawrence's worthless word for it, but they're just 20 times more aggressive and less gracious about the play that's on the field. So, And, and I can pick that up, and I'm not a sports fan. So, And it wasn't just that. Watching the uh, SEALs on the YouTube, the SBC Sports, live YouTube channels, 100% different teams behave differently. Right. Like Chick's in it for fun now. They got bonked out of the playoffs, so that's tough. But they were hoping to have a blast through the playoffs so they could just keep having fun. 
again. Well, well I, I think the, the one thing that a lot of people don't necessarily realize is no matter if they're from, last night's a perfect example, Central Mountain and Chickalumbi, there's about 45, 50 minutes drive difference between the two teams, but they see each other twice a year. They see each other through most of the summer uh, basketball camps and programs that go on. So it's a lot of these teams know each other quite well. And and there's a lot of handshakes before the game uh, between teams. And uh, we saw that a lot last night, as a matter of fact. And afterward. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Unless you're in the college ranks, <clears throat> and then you might punch somebody in the face. That's only if you're from Michigan. <laughs> right. That's one coach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you should hear. This is funny. You know Matt, of course, pretty calm guy. Right. He has a meltdown every time you bring this up because he's so mad at Michigan. For sluggy For this. Well, previous infractions, too. I think this is a build-up. I think he's fed up. Well, the coach got, what, a five-game suspension? All right. Big fine. $40,000. And this is well, a sort a of a normal coach. You know, so, you know, some coaches get glonksillions of dollars, but they said this is one of the normal coaches. So, well, with a normal salary. Sportsmanship should be what we're teaching kids, you know. And what was it uh, Vince Lombardi said about a winner? Kevin, you remember that quote? Maybe not. No, I don't, I, I actually not off the top of my head, no. Winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. It's the thing. only thing, okay, yeah, <laughs> all right. Well, you know, five games is like, Vince hey, Lombardi we're going to... said that? Yeah. No, he didn't. I don't remember who said no, that. No, I, I thought it was a Lombardi. That was Murph, well, maybe it was Vince Lombardi, but I thought he was better than that. It might no, have. he, he probably bit, said it. He was a bigger just. man than that. <laughs> No, but I, somebody said it. <laughs> to me, five games was kind of ridiculous. It's like, hey, we're going to suspend you for the regular season, uh, but you can go ahead and coach the postseason. Mark just tried to Google that quote, but he Googled it incorrectly. Winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. It's the only it's thing. The only thing. <laughs> right. Well-known quotation. It's attributed to the UCLA Bruins football coach Henry Russell. He's on record with at least two different versions of it, including Mark's version of it that he just said. So I don't think he said that last part. Right. Um, yeah. Chief would have known that right away, not me. Red Henry Russell Red Sanders. So what would it just be known as, Red Sanders? Probably, yeah. All right. No wonder Joe didn't know who it was. Well, yeah, Vince Lombardi was a, a, a gracious winner. <laughs> Red, oh, he had a few Red Sanders quotes. was a tough hack. Hey, what's our topic tomorrow? What's the first line of that Florida thing? Well, it's an interesting story. It said Florida House Republicans on Tuesday advanced a bill to forbid discussions of sexual orientation and gender identity in schools, rejecting criticism from Democrats who said the proposal demonizes LGBTQ people. All right. Tomorrow we will host open phones. We'll talk about this Florida law being talked about nationally. Uh, we'll have guests in person on the Sunrise Show tomorrow. So we will uh, be talking highway and road safety and trying to get radar legalized in Pennsylvania. Just kidding, Joe. I wanted to see if you were listening. I'm paying close attention. Are you? Okay. Thank you, uh, Kevin, for filling in today. Much appreciated. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. This is WKOK Sunbury.